Have you ever looked at somebody and wondered what it's like to be like them? Wonder what they go through every day. If they have a job or siblings, or if they have no home. That's what this podcast is for. This is a safe place for open doors. Here, we'll listen to other people's story and relate or learn about other people's life. In this episode, we'll be talking about no one else but me. A better way to get to know me, at least, because you'll be sticking around with me for a while. We'll be talking about what it's like to be the oldest sister out of two, and what's it like having a huge, diverse family. I have two little sisters. One named Diana and one named Bryce. And we have a pretty big age gap in my dip- in my opinion. See, Diana is only 11. And Bryce is only 8. Soon to be 9. And I'm 17. Turning 18 in April. So, of course, growing up, Instead of having a little buddy around, I had a little headache. I grew up learning how to change diapers. And I can't complain about that. As long as I was helping my parents around. However, I did some research. And Natalie Lawrence from Parrot.com even said that parents view firstborns, which happens to be me, to be role models, which causes stress, proven by a pediatrician, T. Barry Brackleton. And I believe him, because some days I feel like I'm doing everything wrong. Some days I talk back to my parents, and I have to remind myself, that is not a good thing to show to your little siblings. And along with grades, at first I didn't care about school. I was a C average student and a D average. But when my sisters started school, they weren't doing good either. They saw that I didn't care, so they didn't care. And of course, that made my parents want me to care. Being the oldest sibling also gives me way too much responsibility, in my opinion. I mean, come on. I grew up taking care of two little kids, and I also have to do laundry and dishes and sweeping and mopping. And not just that, but you add on the dogs that we have. We have four dogs. Along, on top of that, we also have cows. So every day, I have chores to do. In my house, I have my parents, me, my grandma, my cousin, and my two little sisters. So that means there's seven people living here. And I'm constantly doing chores. And I wish there was a thing called allowance here in this house. If I'm lucky, my dad will be in a good mood and hand me a 20 on the spot. Because he believes I deserve it. Other than that, I owe it to them. 
to do all my chores because they honestly need the help. <laughs> my little sister doesn't even know how to turn on the stove. And I tried teaching her and it did not end up well. And the other one is way too young to do any of that stuff. I tried teaching her how to do laundry. She she can't even reach the dryer to go open it. So, of course, I have a lot of responsibilities. And it just comes with the price of being the oldest. But what also sucks about that is that I'm not allowed to go out. Because of all my chores, I can't go anywhere because I'm always cleaning on the weekends. And on the weekdays, there's going to be no one to take care of my sisters while my parents are at work. So I have to stay home. I can't go out at night. And I can't do that many things with my friends. And believe it or not, I had to cancel plans because of babysitting. Although it gets super annoying considering I'm a 17-year-old girl who never goes out. As of recent, my parents have been more lenient. But it's still annoying. Nonetheless, I just hope that my sisters will learn from me. Uh, Even though I'm the role model, I do hope that they'll learn how to do laundry, how to do dishes. Because I'm not going to be here forever. I'm not always going to stick around. And I hope that they understand. And they know that. (laughs) One of them actually wants me to be gone. Diana, she's around 11. She doesn't even want me here. I share a room with her, believe it or not. It's embarrassing, but we have a small house. And Diana believes that I'm leaving (laughs) and going straight to university where I'm staying at a dorm. I wish I'm able to do that, but I don't have the money, and I'm trying not to go into debt that fast. So for now, I'm playing the safe game. I'm going to community college, or PBSC, a state college. But, I don't know. It scares me that I'm not going to be here forever, and I'm the one that holds this house together. I'm the one that does all the laundry, the cleaning, and I also do the dishes. And I can't say I'm not the only one. That's wrong. There's also my mom, but I do that to help her out. She works every day, 9 to 5. No, 8 to 5, actually. And she comes home. She's exhausted. I hate seeing her like that. She shouldn't be cleaning, especially with a house full of people. While my dad, he's a blue-collared worker. He never gets a day off. On his days off, he works when he shouldn't. And I don't know. It's just how it is. Being the oldest gives me a lot of responsibilities. It teaches me I have to be mature. I have to grow up. I have to understand that 
life brings you a lot of challenges and you have to work through all of them. There's a thing called oldest child syndrome and I believe I have it. I am diagnosed with it, probably. And it's when the conscious desire to overachieve as a perfectionist for the oldest child. And it's true. For this podcast, I have been working on it for two hours. And I'm already about three minutes in for this version of the episode. So I do believe I have oldest child syndrome. And I'm not going to lie. It's true. I cook dinner. I need to make sure everything is perfect. As the oldest child, I have more chores than my other sisters. I have to do laundry. I have to do dishes. If dishes isn't done the right way, I get kind of annoyed and redo all of them. If my laundry doesn't smell like what I want it to smell, I will restart the whole load. It's kind of crazy, but that's just how it is. Along with cleaning, I need to make sure my room is perfect. Even though I share my room with one of my little sisters. It's a nightmare, but of course, I'm a Cinderella. And I make sure everything is clean and perfect here. Aside from the fact I am the oldest sibling, in my family, me and my sisters are actually the youngest. I have so many cousins. It's insane. My family is very big from my mom's side of the family and my father's. And we're extremely diverse. My father being... Native American and European, while my mother is Mexican. So, of course, at family events, it's always a party, even if we're going out to hang out with each other. It's kind of crazy, but I have a big family. However, having a big family has its perks. I was reading another article and Life Lessons Learned from Having a Large Family by Kylie Mickelson said that there's a lot of life lessons. Number one is keeping an open mind. You learn about diversity from political views. I am a Democrat. While majority of my family don't even care about politics, but some of them are actually Republicans. So I feel as if I'm the odd one out, but it's interesting to tune in and listen to what they have to say and their viewpoints. And they teach me how to get my comfort zone. Even if we have different views, it's still nice because I get to keep an open mind with them. With my big family, it was kind of hard trying to be myself. In the beginning. As sad as it is, it seems like I'm in my mom's shadow. My mom is the fun aunt at the parties. She makes sure everyone is having a good time and she makes sure that everyone is happy. 
my mom is an angel, a real saint, and it can get so annoying when the whole family idolizes her. And it's like you're in a competition with your mom. As sad as it is, it sounds like my mom is more like an older sister of mine, even though she's in her 40s. But at times, I learn to grow up, mature. At first, in my family, I felt kind of awkward. And I still do. I mix. So I'm not bilingual, sadly. And on my mom's side, she happens to speak Spanish. And so does everybody else. And I'm the odd one sticking out. I don't fit in with my culture that well. Which is very sad, considering I even had a quinceañera when I turned 15. And for those who don't know what a quinceañera is, it's when a young woman turns 15. And that's pretty depressing, because it's an important part of our culture. The Hispanic culture, at least. And I just don't know my mother's tongue, which, for those who also don't know, happens to be my mother's language. Another thing is to have fun and to share. In my family, we like to gamble sometimes. I know it's bad, but we can't help it. Everyone likes to gamble at least something. And when we gamble, it's a game we like to play called Left, Right, Center. You roll three dices, and the dices will land on the left, the right, or the center, or you're safe. And you give your money to whoever is sitting next to you. It's pretty much the name of it. But when we play, we make sure that no one is a sore loser. And I won't lie, sometimes we even toss the game. And make sure that someone gets the money because they need it. And that's how you know we work well together. We make sure that whoever needs it gets it. Like I've said before, my family is huge and very diverse. Over Thanksgiving, I spoke to a couple of my friends. And I found out that two of them who happens to be sisters, didn't have any plans. Both of their parents worked, and their older siblings had plans to go somewhere else for that day. And it's pretty sad if you're spending a day to be thankful all alone. Although they had each other, I still felt bad. So, after talking to my parents and my aunts and uncles, we decided to invite them over, and they were surprised by how big my family is and how different we actually looked. My sisters, you can tell they are Europeans, while my cousins, you can tell that they are Mexicans. It's very funny, too. We're all different shades of red and brown and white it makes no sense but we don't see color 
we only see blood and that's what family is family doesn't have to be just blood either when they came over we treated them like they were one of us my cousins act like goofs around them like they usually are and no one was shy around them and I appreciate that with my big family with a big family we don't hold back with a big family who we are as comfortable as can be and that's what I appreciate about it even though we are all different we all come together and we can all depend on each other and we can always help other people out I'll never forget what my friends were always talking about after they're just so amazed that my family could be that big I have over, I want to say around over 10 cousins, and I do have a couple aunts and uncles that are multiple, but that's not even all my family. That's just the family who are local. Not everyone lives in Florida or in our county. So Christmas is when it gets pretty big. And Thanksgiving was just one of the holidays out of the year. Aside from family, there isn't that much I can talk about about me. I sure do have hobbies. I have interests. But I believe that what makes me unique is my family. Not my political view. Not my, I don't know, favorite thing to do on the weekends. It's just, for me, family is everything. I can always count on family. And if you can or can't relate, well, you can listen to what I have to say. And thank you for listening. I'm glad that you get to hear my experience on what it's like to be the oldest sibling and what's it like having a big family. Because for me, there's never a day off. For me, I am always on the go. And maybe you are too. If you have a big family or even a small one, Take hints, take notes, realize what they do for you. Think about how different you guys are, but how well you get along. And think about making, bringing in some friends to your family. You'll be surprised if they even get along. It's a great experiment. And if you have someone close, it'll make them feel included. Thank you for listening. And I hope you had a good time listening to Open Doors. For the next episode, it will be more of a sensitive topic. And thankfully, not one done by me. I'll have one of my friends come on and she'll tell you about her life, what she went through, or what she goes through, what 
her home life is. In the next episode, she will open her doors for you. And we hope that you will walk in and take a seat on the couch. Listen to what she has to say like you listen to me. I hope you have a good time. And thank you for listening.